Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I'm your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Well, today is a great day. Today is the, the last Saturday of the month of April. Today is April 25th, 2009. And it's a sunny day at 1600 Agape Way in Decatur, Georgia. That's right, people. Today I am on the road. I got the show on the road today. I'm actually at Great Faith Ministries International uh, Atlanta location um, with the um, founders, uh, Bishop Wayne T. and Dr. Beverly Jackson. And staff pastor here is Pastor Janaldo Lee and uh, assisted by his lovely wife, Lady Tiffany Lee. Um, I am honored to be able to do this show today from this location. Uh, I'm so thankful to God just being able to be able to come on and talk to you and being able to to provide you with you know good content and good a good product that you can actually take and download and and be empowered throughout the week and also you know something that you can give your friends and tell them hey this is something good um i'm so thankful to god again uh for you my listeners um because without you i couldn't do this and without you there'd be no purpose for this so i thank you i, I thank you 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 for supporting this show and i thank you as you continue to support the show you you Cause me to have to get better, and I love that. I love having, I love improvement. So keep listening to the show. Keep sending me your, um, your comments. Keep sending me, um, you know, anything that you think will um, help to make the show better. Um, as we do every week, before I proceed any further, and after, and as I have to let you know, I thank God tremendously for this opportunity. I thank God again for just allowing me to wake up today and allowing me to be able to be in a position to be helpful to you. Um, and before we go any further, I want to turn this show over to His Holy Spirit, and so that God can use me for you, and that we can get the most out of this show, we get the most out of this hour. So, I just want you guys to know that, again, like I said, I appreciate you for what you do. I appreciate you for listening to this show, and I appreciate you for for everything that you know you you bring to the table here. Because, like I said, if I if there's no you, there's no reason I do this. There's no you know this doesn't make sense if nobody's listening to the show, and you guys are definitely listening to the, listening to the show, and I see it in the numbers when I go back and check the show. So um, I want to continue to keep um, to, to continue to, to be a blessing to you. And one thing I know is going to be a dynamic blessing to you is my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. I um, I wrote this book uh, a couple years ago, actually about three or four years ago now, and it's um, it's, one, it's a book that's been selling pretty well for me. It's been selling across the world, and um, it's so important for me because this is something that I I, I really stand on. I de- I've dealt with this this topic, you know, firsthand. Um, I was watching the draft today, the NFL draft, and anybody who's a, a football fan would know that uh, it's just it's this this is one of the most important days of football, next to. Uh, the opening day of a training camp, the draft day is very important because what it says is that the team that you root for, you want to see if they're making any strides towards getting better and any strides towards, you know, improving their um, the roster, you know, for the team that you support. Well, for anybody who knows, I just happen to be from Detroit. Well, I don't happen to be from Detroit. I am from Detroit. And Detroiters are very loyal to their sports teams. Okay, and so before I go any further, I know the Lions lost every game they played last year in the regular season. I know it. I know it. I know it. I've been clowned about it so many times. I, you can't clown me anymore. I understand. 
But um, so I was really interested in watching the draft to see who they were going to pick because I wanted to make sure my team, you know, is 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 making up some strides towards improving the team. Well, to make a long story short, they made a good selection, I believe, in in drafting uh, Matthew Stafford as their number one pick as, and at quarterback. And and whenever you're building a team, you have to build around a uh, young talent and a, definitely a young leader. But I say all this about the draft to say this. Today's topic is the power of conquering fear. And in talking about the power of conquering fear, one thing is for certain, think about these young men that are sitting on this pl- platform, this podium today, that's going to stand on this podium today and, and, and have their lives instantly changed. Think about if they had allowed fear to bombard their thoughts and paralyze them. Where would, any, where would any of these young men be right now? None of them would be at the place they are today, getting ready to sign a contract to do something they love doing, to do something they enjoy doing, to do something that gives them great excitement and gives them fulfillment. Where would they be today if they allowed fear to hinder their walk, to allow fear to hinder what they do. Well, I definitely wrote my book, The Power of Conquering Fear, to combat that and to offset that because I understand it. I understand it firsthand. I, and to be honest with you, uh, if you hear my intro, my introduction to you, um, I've always had a desire to be a professional athlete, especially a professional football player. And at one point I thought that was going to be my career move. So I understand a, to a great degree what these guys are thinking. But I can also tell you that the reason why I didn't really pursue it is because I allowed fear to enter the picture and I didn't progress as I should have. And any dreamer and any visionary, fear is, is something that you have to you have to deal with. You have to, you have to overcome it. Um, my uh, mentor, uh, Mr. Greg Harden, he's an associate athletic director at the University of Michigan, he works with high-profile athletes, high-performance athletes. Uh, he's worked. He works with Tom Brady, uh, Desmond Howard, people like that. And one thing that he told me that just blew my mind. It was, he, he said that athletes, high-performance athletes, don't operate to try to with the, with the intention of, oh my God, I got fears, and I, I what am I going to do? They actually welcome fear in. Fear is actually part of the challenge of being great. It actually forces them to have to get better. And I'm saying, I'm telling you all these things now to let you know that you have a dynamic dream inside of you. You have a dynamic goal inside of you. You have to do whatever it takes to bring it forth. That means that anything you may be scared of, you got to figure out a way to overcome it and get to where you need to be. And like I said, this book, where you can you can find my book at lulu.com forward slash mwmiller18. That's L-U-L-U.com slash M-W-Miller and the number 18. You can find this book and all my other books there. And But The Power of Conquering Fear is, is strategically designed for you, the dreamer and the visionary, to help you overcome and get through anything that would come against your vision. And I know if you got this book and you read this book, it would absolutely change your life. So... I say to say that this, you know, with, with today's topic is the power of conquering fear. I'm going to give you some tips from the book, actually, to uh, get you going in the right direction. Um, 
And then the guests I'm going to bring on today, who are two dynamic, awesome guests, are going to also give you uh, more insight and wisdom as, as to what you can do to overcome fear and, and be the person you've been called to be. So without further ado now, I move ahead of my plan, so I'm going to have to go backtrack for a second, so please bear with me. Um, as you know, each week I give you a, a divine intervention and you know a word from the Bible and a presidential wisdom from our 44th president, um, Barack Obama. And I didn't do that because I got so excited about you know, today's topic, I really want you to, to really grasp this today. This, this is something good for you. So I'm going to give you the divine intervention for the day. The divine intervention comes from Psalm 118, verse 6, which states, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? I repeat that. The Lord is on my side. I will fear not. What can man do unto me? At that point, I hear this, and it registers something inside of me that I'm on assignment here. You, each and every one of us is on assignment on this on this universe, in this universe, on this earth. And that assignment is divine. That assignment comes from God. And if God has put you here for on assignment to do what it is you've been called to do, that, that do that very thing that that you dream of doing, do that very thing you have visions of doing, that to do that very thing that's inside of your heart. And he's and in the the scripture he's he's telling you he's on your side. Then fear, having fear is is not an option. What can any what can anything do to you? What can anybody do to you when God's on your side? So that's something I want you to take with you this week. Remember that God is on your side. Fear not. There's nothing or no one in this unit in this in this planet that can hurt you once you're moving inside your divine purpose and um our divine wisdom excuse me our um presidential wisdom for this week from president barack obama is change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time we are the ones we've been waiting for we are the change that we seek again i will repeat that change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time we are the ones we've been waiting for we are the change that we seek and again, if, if fear is one, if there's something that you're, you're scared of, afraid of, that you, you could be doing better, that you should be doing better, and that's inside of you and it's, it's burning to for you to go forth and do it, don't worry about where you are today. Don't focus on where you are. Don't focus on the situation. Change your mind first. Change your mind and say that I, I, there's something that, I, that this goal is that important. I have to get it. I have to do this. I must do this. I I can't. Do it. Go any other time in life, and and think maybe I can uh, I can just wait it out or no. If you have if this is inside of you and it's burning you burning inside of you today, then go get it today. But change your mind, because by you know we're changed we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. So if you change your mind to to see those things that, that you really want, and you start speaking those things out that you really want, things change. So change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. So with that in mind, I want to go forth. I want to give you a, a, a short lesson because uh, I want to get into the interviews. Because, like I said, my guests today are just awesome, awesome, awesome people, and they, they, they're really excited about coming on here to share uh, some awesome tips with you for overcoming fear and just walking in your destiny. 
Um, one of the, the tips I give in the book, The Power of Conquering Fear, um, is a very dynamic tip in itself. You know, I could I could have written a book on this one tip alone and been the book would have been complete. <laughs> but I want you to, to really hear what I'm getting ready to say. One of the tips that one of the, the tips that I really put in the book is to become ignorant to fear. Again, become ignorant to fear. And becoming ignorant to fear and what I mean by becoming ignorant to fear is that in this in the book I tell a story about uh Henry Ford who you know very famous automaker who has a car company named after him that still stands today. Um, he had a vision of, excuse me, he had a vision of seeing a V8 engine. Okay, at that time, nobody had done it. It hadn't been done. Engineers were telling him that it couldn't be done. Well, here's the thing. Henry Ford was a very successful businessman also a very successful automotive maker car maker he was very successful but he was not the most educated man so his engineers who were college grads told him you know they were the experts on this it couldn't be done there's no way this can be done and his desire was to see this thing come to pass his desire was that if this thing is, if I can see it, then it can, it can happen. And in in him becoming ignorant to, to the situation, and when I mean ignorant, I mean just to ignore it, to move in spite of it, to, to see the dream and move out in spite of what barriers are in the way. He did that. He, he stayed on those engineers. He, he talked to those engineers. He said, look, I'm paying you to do a job, and your job is to create what I'm telling you to create. And he stayed on those engineers, and he wouldn't he wouldn't let them go. He wouldn't he wouldn't let up because he knew that it could be done. And had he stayed there and just let those let the so-called experts tell him what couldn't happen, or he feared the fact that he may look like an idiot by going against what the experts were saying, where would we be today, as far as even vehicles that we drive? Yeah, I know that with the green uh, um, initiatives that we're going through now, that it's almost uh, it's almost politically incorrect to talk about a, a V8 engine. But the fact of the matter is that the V-shaped engine has trans transcended and revolutionized the automotive industry, and it's all the result of one man having the tenacity to not be concerned about what people are going to say, what people are going to think. He had he saw it in his heart. He saw the vision, and that's all he knew. That's all he needed. And I'm telling you right now, there's somebody out there right now who's going to hear this, who, who's hearing this live, or is hearing the podcast. And you need to know that it's okay to think outside the box. It's okay to think um, to see your dreams as obtainable, regardless of what anybody may have to say, regardless of what anybody may think, regardless of, of anything that will come against it. It's okay to think. And it's okay to believe that those dreams that are inside of you can come to pass. I um, I welcome you to to challenge anything that causes you fear. I welcome you to challenge it, because the thing about it is, most things you fear are are, are nothing. In the grand scheme of things, the worst thing that can happen to you probably will never happen to you. So you have to put you have to move out and and just 
be great regardless. There's an old saying that the best fruit is out at the uh, on the on the limb. You have to reach out to get the best fruit off the tree. What well, the tr- same is true about your life. You have to be willing to take risks. You have to be willing to to move forward. Again, become ignorant to fear. Don't worry about what people may say. Don't worry about the thing that that's you know causing you a little tension. Cast your cares upon God and move forward. Because that dream that was placed inside you was way more important than anything that any fear, any doubt, any ne- negative naysayers, anything that could come against that dream. It was inside you was much greater than that. Here's another step I'm going to give you from the book, the Power of Conquering Fear, um, is always speak faith and belief. Always speak faith and belief. And you, you, I know you hear me talking about this a lot. You know, you know, believe what you're believing and what you're speaking have to line up with so that if there's something you want to see, like if there's a goal you have, if there's a dream you have, there's a vision that you're seeing, what you're speaking has to line up with that. So what, that means that what you believe has to line up with the stuff that you're seeing, that you're saying, excuse me, in order for you to see it, because you're going to have what you say, whether you like it or not, whether you try to deny me or not, you're going to have what you say. If you say that you're broke and lonely, guess what? You're going to be more broke and lonely than, than you were before you said that comment. But if what you really want is to to be in the fullness and the abundance of the universe that God has created for us, then that's what you that's what you focus your mind on. That's what you speak out. That's what you believe. That's what you speak out. And once those things start lining up. Your life changes. The direction of your life changes. Yes, I can tell you right now, it took me using those principles in this book, The Power of Conquering Fear, to even do this radio show. This is week 12 of this show now. Well, for a show that almost didn't happen because I was scared to do it. Because there's certain things I, I haven't completed uh, my degree yet. I haven't, you know, done this. I don't have this. I don't have that. And it was, all these things were coming. I even had to battle, you know, previous conversations that I've had with people where they. They try to put me down and say, okay, you know what, how can you do this? Why would somebody want to listen to what you have to say? And the reason why somebody wants to listen to what I have to say is because I'm real, because I know what you're going through. I know it. I know, I know, I know firsthand what you're facing because I go through it myself. Don't think that because I, I'm doing this that, I don't, that I'm perfect. I'm not. And I know, you don't, I know by now you know I'm not perfect. But I also have enough wherewithal to say that you – can do it. You can do anything it is you want to do, and that the very the very thing that you fear, challenge it. Step up today. The very thing that, you, that that's causing you fear, step up and challenge it. Become ignorant to it. You challenge it by come, becoming ignorant to it and moving in spite of it. And then you also you ch- you challenge it and you move past it by seeing yourself successful, which creates your beliefs. And once you believe it, speak it. And keep speaking, 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 because the power of life and death is in your tongue, and you are going to enjoy the fruit of it. You are going to enjoy the fruit of it. So it's very important for you to move forward, to challenge the things you fear by becoming ignorant to fear, and always speaking faith and belief. And I thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Like I said, go ahead and buy the book. The Power of Conquering Fear, um, it's um, at lulu.com forward slash mwmiller18. That's lulu.com slash mwmiller18. And I'm convinced that this book will absolutely change your life. Well, people, I'm like I said, I'm excited. I have two dynamic 
guests coming on the show today. I have two dynamic guests coming on the show today. I can't describe it any other way that I'm absolutely honored that I was able to to be in a situation where I could get these two people, because these are two of the most busy people you'll ever meet in life, and I was able to get them to, to spend a little time with us today to talk about the power of conquering fear and, and, and giving us tips on how we can walk into our destiny. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce our first guest. Our first guest is uh, just no stranger to success. I mean, she's overcome tremendous odds to be a, a, a dynamic person right now, to be a person that you can emulate. Um, she's a she she has dedicated her life to helping others through inspirational and motivational workshops. Her motto is "Every day is a second chance at life." This is the personal testimony and the mantra of a person who is so eloquently spoken and who is so dynamically uh, put together. And as a result, she stands boldly today as a beacon of triumph and victory. However, that road that this woman has, this powerful woman has traveled did did not always seems so pretty. In fact, sometimes people viewing would have thought it was a horror story. But I can't tell her story for her, and uh, I'm going to let her come online now, and we're going to talk to our our guest. We're going to talk to our guest, Miss Karen L. Donald. Karen, are you there? Mr. Miller, I'm here. Oh, thank you, and it's, it's such an honor to have you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here, and I know that I mean, the whole show is an honor because, of course, I know who your next guest is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. I, I want to, um, you know, the, the, the theme for today is the power of conquering fear, and I just wanted you to, um, if you could, just share with the audience one thing that maybe throughout your life, I mean, I know you're you're a highly successful person now, and you, you, you know, you are a motivational speaker, and you're inspirational, and you, you coach people, and what is one thing, though, that could have railroaded you, it could have gotten in the way that you feared as far as being, a, a, to be able to be a high performer as, as a coach, as a as a counselor, what was one thing that you feared that, you know, you've, you've been able to overcome? Well, the one thing that I've been over, able to overcome, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, is that I have a story. Yes. And a lot of my story um, has to do with things that I found myself involved in that I think a lot of the things I was involved in, like gang members, being a part of gangs, being a part of drugs, alcohol, at a very young age had a lot to do with me wanting to prove myself to someone. Okay. So where I am now in my life is every day waking up, remembering that I do not have to be validated, that God has validated me, and I stand in front of people, whether it be ministry, corporate, or sales, um, in any fear or intimidation, I have to remember every single time that they came to hear me. Right. I put out the advertisement or the marketing or someone called me to come. And that means to someone, through God, I have become important or what I have to say is important for that particular time. Um, the greatest part of what I've gone through um, is being in poverty, I think is what I would touch on today with you okay. because being in poverty caused me to become imprisoned uh, with my own life. Coming from a traditional church, I never heard the words that I hear now under my bishop and my pastors, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson and Dr. Beverly Jackson. 
okay. Great Lakes Ministries, I, I hear words of inspiration. I hear words of motivation through the words and also through their personal life. And I've sat under them 18 years, always remembering the words of my bishop, which said, watch what I do and do what right. I do. Okay. One key scripture that I heard coming out of tradition is, which we hear in Second Timothy 1 and 7, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I, I hear people throwing that around so much. As soon as you say, well, I'm kind of scared, you know, I'm going on this interview, I'm, I'm kind of worried, I, I don't know if he's going to like me, I don't know if she's, the first thing someone says is, God, it's not giving you a spirit of fear, but a sound mind, you know, they're throwing it out there. Right. And you look at them, and then you become afraid to say how you really feel. So you know you're not supposed to be afraid. Right. Then you're afraid to tell somebody how you really feel. So I found myself coming out of tradition into a situation where a lot of people were walking around with masks. But okay. I did see the examples in front of me that I didn't have to be afraid, and there's overcomers standing in front of me telling me I don't have to be afraid. So what happened with me is walking out of poverty and wanting to be out of poverty um, and I'm not a multimillionaire yet, but I've seen an increase in my life because I became tired of what I was dealing with, and because of that, God started showing me the areas that I was afraid in my life. Um, I went through a period of time where my children, who are adults now, when they were younger, when God started bringing me out of poverty, I was afraid to spend money. Okay. And a lot of people go through that, um, special single parents. And I'm not saying afraid to spend money going to buy a nice big flat screen TV. I'm saying afraid to spend money on essential things. Um, in poverty, I had to choose whether I was going to buy a pair of shoes for my children or buy groceries. Wow. I had to choose whether I was going to buy uh, groceries and not buy curtains for my house. So I bought the shoes and I had sheets on the windows. Wow. Or, you, you know, and then when God started giving me provision, I was still afraid to spend because I always had the fear that I was going to run out wow. or that I would find myself back in poverty, which meant the fear was also battling my faith. Okay. And not only battling my faith, but battling what was right in front of me. If God had increased, I had a better job, I had a better situation, I still was living in that box of, if I spend the twenty dollars, I might look up tomorrow, and everything's going to come and be taken care uh, taken away from me. The repo man is coming. The lights are going off. I live with this, and when you live with this, it comes. It definitely will happen. So I was sitting stagnant. I was afraid to walk into a business. I was afraid to walk into my purpose. And everybody on the outside of my life is saying, years later, Karen, you're not moving. You're not. You're you're far too far behind. You're not. You're not doing anything. And then, Miles, if I can say, there's some people that I work with now who battle what I went through overspending because you thought it's your last time to ever have money. Right. You know. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is I came out of a drug life. I came out of a street life. Okay. So it's easy to, to get $1,000 in your hand and go spend it all in one day okay. or two days or a weekend. It's easy to go through $10,000 in a week's time. But now that I have been redeemed and I am saved, you still face the challenge now after coming out of poverty. And I mean poverty. When I say poverty, I had to dig in trash cans and cash in bottles to feed my oh. children. 
So you, you're not just talking about just not having stuff. You're talking about having being able having to go and, and like just exist almost. Exactly. Wow. Begging people, asking them for food in the grocery stores, asking you know stealing diapers to take care of my children until the next five dollars came. Wow. So that's the kind of poverty I'm talking about, and it it just puts you into a place. So what I had to do was trust what. I was hearing over the pulpit, which included learning how to have a personal relationship with God. Okay. And the stronger that I have asked God to come into my life, the more he has come, and I never stop stop saying, God, I know there's another step, there's another level. I've never stopped asking him that. And the more he comes and the more I've allowed him to be who he wants to be in my life, he's showing me the areas that I can come through, that I can break out of. And after all these years, I'm finding myself finally living in a season of manifestation. Okay. Because that fear was finally broken, and it just took one step in me doing something that I never done before. Well, you said that the fear was broken. How how was the fear broken? How what, what could you um, share with the audience to um, give them a clue of, of how this thing was broken? Well. The fear was broken first with my faith in God and and listening to him. And a lot of people feel that prayer is not important and it don't take all that. And we say, no, now lay me down to sleep. But even to be successful in business, especially during this time, obviously we see that only God can lead us. Right. So I had to pray. And I had to be honest, not only having, you know, telling God, this is what I want, this is what I need, this is what's going on with me. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Bye-bye. No. (laughs) It's getting to the throne and allowing God to show you you. Right. He showed me the exact areas that I was afraid. He showed me my intimidation. He showed me the things that were ugly. And he also showed me the people and the situations that were around me, too, that were speaking the negative things into my life, Mm -hmm. telling me I couldn't do it. I was listening to your lesson. It was very powerful. I have people around me that always tell me, there's no reason for someone not to want to listen to you because you don't have a Ph.D. or you don't have a master's. Right, right. And they're continually saying this to me, Miles, and then I had to stand up one day and say, well, okay, maybe they don't want to hear me, but there's 200 people sitting here in front of me now that <laughs> want to hear what I have to say. So I had to pray. And then when God started showing me that, I started taking lessons and, and, and working towards those things that may be fearful to me. I started teaching, being taught how to shop. I started being taught how to spend. And and now that I'm moving to further levels, I'm looking for people to help me that are like financial consultants. You know, every area that I felt that was a weak area for me that he showed me, that God showed me. And then in the natural, just being able to not increase my business, and see where I'm lacking. It's a, it's, a, it's a, every day you have to be honest with yourself. Yes. Yeah. I spoke to a, a group of women the other day, and they they were sitting there, and we were talking about how to move forward in your life. And I do what's called a second chance living workshop, based mm-hmm. upon my own personal uh, slogan. Now, every day I live is a second chance at life because there's too many days that I, I should have died. Right. And it's too many days that people don't wake up in the morning. So I really feel that if you didn't see it today, when you wake up every day, you have another chance at it. Okay. 
And I came to that conclusion based on my teaching through my pastors, through my faith, and seeing exactly what God would do for you every day. I had to learn how to wait on God because the people I waited for and the things I waited for didn't work for me for years. Right. And people you find out sometimes will let you down. <laughs> right. And it's it's just like just people in your life just doing nothing. It's a whole bunch right. of nothing. And then so I sat in front of these women, and they were just intrigued by what I was saying. I'm telling them the story of poverty. I'm telling them the story of how pimps ran my life for a while. I'm telling them how I came out of alcoholism and drugs. But the one thing that caught their attention the most was I told them, one big thing I overcame is the intimidation of you looking at me. Because when you tell your story, no matter how powerful it is, something inside of you may say, if you say it, it's going to ruin your life. Could you repeat that one more time? Because I think people really need to to hear that. <laughs> the thing inside of you, it's always going to be something inside of you. You have something powerful that has been molded inside of you that comes from your experiences. I know that I have continued my education and I'm working on another part of my degree now, but the most powerful thing I have is what I went through, my life lesson. Right. And when I stand in front of people and I tell my story, there's something inside of me that says, when you say it, it's going to ruin your life. Wow. And I had to have enough nerve to say, but they asked me to come to tell my story. <laughs> so I said it. I told them, I said, I am intimidated by women who seem to have it all together, who seem to have grown up in perfect society, whose hair is fixed, whose clothes is perfect, whose pumps are not torn up. But I stand in front of you, a woman that has lived through so much, that one day I will feel as polished. And I really do, but it's just what do you think they're going to say when they hear that you're on drugs or whatever your story is. Right. And when I said that to them, that caught them the most. Tears started rolling, all kinds of things, because they have stopped. So many people stop going towards their dream because they won't do what you're saying today, and that's to overcome and conquer fear. Right. Because a great fear is what are people going to think of me? And I'm no longer a drug addict. Right. Right. I'm no longer an alcoholic or a prostitute. Right. And if you judge me based upon those things, then you obviously were not the people that were connected to me. And that's a, that's one thing that people need to understand is that a lot of times people will will hold you into a box. They they want to keep you into a box, but your destiny is much greater than that box they're trying to bury you in. And you have to be willing to be who God has called you to be, regardless of what you've done. And I know, you know, somebody's going to hear this, who may be hearing this live, and they may hear the podcast, and they're going to hear your story, and they're going to hear what you just said, and know that, you know, it's not over for them. God wants to use you. God, God can use you better than most people because now you have a story that somebody can that makes you touchable. Some people go through life and try to be perfect. They try to be flawless, and they they want to present to you that they're flawless. And they've never had any battles, and those people can't tell you anything. They can't tell you anything about how to overcome anything because they haven't overcome anything. I agree, Miles. And (laughs) flawless living and feeling that you're living a flawless life is what makes people take drastic measures like trying to commit suicide or suicide or going into a depression mode to the point where you find yourself on the street as a homeless person because that perfect mold, that that perfect picture that you've tried to have for so long suddenly has been crushed. Right. And and your story is important. And everybody's story is not drugs and prostitution and and all that. 
whatever right. your story is, whatever your talent is and your gift is, there's something out there for everyone. And see, the thing is, is now not only has God used me in ministry, and I'm so grateful because we've been able to touch lives across the country and in Africa, but now I step to take another step to say there's people who won't see me in my church circuit. So God showed me a population of people that needs to be touched through life coaching, healing, and they're coming. And that was a huge step. Just like you said, it was a huge step for you to go on radio. Mm-hmm. I was so fearful to go into an area that I'd come out before. I've, I've done training. But you know what made me fearful is what people said. How can you go out and speak to people in the world, whatever, you know, and you are, and you are a minister, and so now I can let them know that if we don't touch the world, the world is going to be lost. Right. Who else? Is going to, who else will they hear from? Who else will they hear from? And they won't hear me necessarily in my church because they belong to another church or they right. belong in another religion or denomination. But one thing God wants them to know is that He's purposed them, He's called them, and they do not have to be afraid to come to Him. But they have to be broken before they can even understand that God is real. Right. And so when I'm able to speak to businessmen and women, like I have been for the last couple of months, and they say, and they come to me and say, we just see God in you, then that's real powerful because I never had to say anything. I never had to preach. I never had to talk about a scripture. I just gave them what was inside of me. And then God opened the door for me to let them know who he is. And I think that uh, so many people. I actually uh, spoke at a uh, at an event on uh, Thursday, and mm-hmm. the, one of the things that people were dealing with was relation. Um, it was a relationship uh, forum at uh, Fort Valley State University, and it was to you know the students there. And some of the students were were had gotten themselves caught up in relationships with people, and trying to find themselves in this relationship. How do I how do I make this relationship better? How do I you know I was like, well, first and foremost, your relationship with God has to be, first and foremost, has to be above anything because if you place anything above him, well, you know, you're, you're subject to, to something less than, you know, you, you have submitted right. yourself to something that's not on, on the level of what you've been created in and not on the on the image of what you've been created in. So a lot of people, you know, hearing this now, they're going to know that, you know, it's you have to really, that your relationship with, with God is so important. Your relationship is, is that relationship is so important because, you know, you'll see people prospering. Let's just be honest. You'll see people prospering in in society, in in life, that don't love God and don't have, have a relationship with God, That's right. because they're applying the principles. Mm-hmm. But and then you also see people in in life who are not prospering, but they are in relationship with God. So they're spiritually okay, but they're not living a full life. Right. But then you'll see people who who are actually living and loving God. And working the principles, and they're prospering, and they have peace. And I right. think a lot of people have to come to that place there, where they they're working these principles as well as being in a relationship. And I think you know you're, you're hitting the nail on the head there. That's right. And I think and and you're you're absolutely right because there's different areas in my life that I have to still get up every day and tell God I'm going to trust you, and I have to overcome fear in that area. You were speaking about relationships. I have to continue to trust God in that area and not be fearful that he is going to forget me or not 
connect me with the right individual as far as a mate and and business and personal relationships. Doing it the wrong way can take me totally off focus, which is what I've had happen to me before. So step by step, I deal with those things. That's why I said it's so important, like you said, it's so important to have a relationship with God, and then you have to learn how to work the principles. I have never seen a time in my life this past year I remember our bishop opening up and saying this was the year of the Spirit. And I caught hold to that because everything I see in front of me can no longer have anything to do with what's going on until I pull out the Spirit first. God has predestined things for our life. And what it's made me do is I've seen my faith increase. I'm really walking in blind faith, and and I'm emulating or imitating what I see them doing, my pastors, what I see them doing. And I said, okay, God, you can do it for them. You can do it for me because yes. they had to go through it already for me. Yes. Okay, you know, and God already always put examples in front of you. But I can truly say this has been a year already that I have never seen like ever in my life, mm-hmm. legally. Let's say legally. Right. <laughs> okay, in my, in my walk with God, because I want to say that to people because people are listening and they're thinking it's a fast way, and I did everything, and I don't have any of that stuff. I am seeing God just manifest and do things, and to walk in manifestation is so exciting. I have where you have money, and that's not the most important thing, but you got to have it to pay bills. Yes. I can sit on my computer today and pay bills and be excited and thanking God. And while I'm paying bills, Miles, guess what? There's food in my freezer. Wow. Too. And people are going, oh, that's not a big deal. Yes, it is a big yes, deal. We just had to live every day thinking that only one thing was going to happen at a time. Yes, it is. I, 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 I totally understand. I totally understand. Right. Can I come on for dinner? <laughs> you can. You can. I'm, I'm doing pizza. So you have your freezer, and then I'm looking outside, and I got tears in my eyes because I got a, a car, a nice car. And then I went from not having any cars to having two cars. Wow. Because... Because I just said, God, do it. And and I don't want to give anybody the impression that it's all about stuff, but it's about living. I'm seeing our health. I'm seeing the manifestation of what God said by working his principles. And so now I can say that God has not given me a spirit of fear. I believe it. Now I believe it. I knew what he said was true, but now I'm understanding that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. To have power and love and a sound mind, those are the things I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I can go out here and become a virtuous woman. I said become. I'm working on it every day in my business, in the community, but I can love people better because I'm not all, you know, crazy with fear right? and stressed out and everything, but I have peace of mind, and that's the first thing God gave me through the relationship I have with him, and, and trusting him to give him that fear I had inside of me. So in understanding that and, and giving and casting cares upon God, casting that fear upon him, what how has it how has it made you feel now as a, you know, you're, you're a dreamer, you're a visionary, and how, how has it affected how you see your vision now? How, how has it affected your dreams? A lot of times I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'm kind of pinching myself like, is this seriously happening? Am I seriously getting text messages from television shows, you know, disc jockeys, different people who want to hear my story, organizations? How it's affected my vision is I'm seeing things moving and fast forward, like 
things were just on hold waiting for me. Right. It's moving it fast forward, and now I can sit and, and work it without panicking. Because a lot of times you try to move past steps because you figure, oh, I better take the first chance I can get. Let me, I can organize it. I'm patient. I don't mind putting off a, I mind changing a deadline, say, to a week later or a month later for the betterment of the vision because I'm not worried anymore that it's not going to happen. Right. Living every day thinking that it's not really going to happen is a miserable way to live. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I walk in and walk in. And, and, you know, it's only so much you can, only so many times, if you're really honest, that you can really say, I believe God, I believe God, I believe God, I believe God. Right. And God is saying, well, do you really? Right. <laughs> do you really believe me because you're not doing anything? And now my vision is moving, is moving in, in timing and season. I'm, like I said, I'm able to work on it without panicking, and God is sending me all the right people at the right time and I'm very comfortable with it, and I'm ready to go to the next level in my life. Okay. And I feel very, you know, confident about it, Miles. I feel very good about it. And, that, and that's a good place to be. And I think that a lot of people, you know, they really they really need to hear that. They need, really need to understand that. I mean, look, everything that Karen's going through, everything she's telling you guys now, is, this, is, this is real-life stuff. These are things that people deal with. And, and I know some of you probably are dealing with things just like this. And you have you're given a blueprint here now to come through it, okay? You can overcome. You don't have to stay where you are. You can come through it. You can overcome it. And Karen, what I want you to do now, I want you. To, um, could you get a get the audience a word of encouragement just to let them know that you know, don't worry about the circumstances. Just keep coming. Your dreams are that important. Yes, definitely. I you know I would like to to just say to anyone listening that I'm one of those kind of people that really believe that if, if I could come out, that anyone can. And the number one tool in my kit was to believe God and not walk away from him. I have lost a lot of friends. I've lost a lot of relationships in the process, and it was a process. But sticking and staying with God will really help you to succeed, and it's more than just Sunday morning. It's more than just Wednesday night, Tuesday night, whatever night your Bible study is. It's more to life. God wants you to have an abundant life. Just believe him every day and get up and pray and ask God just to manifest himself in your life. That's something my pastor, Pastor Dr. Beverly, taught. Just, just ask God. Just tell him what you want. Learn how to worship and watch and see what God will do. And one thing I've learned, Miles, and I want to share with them is I actually learned this from your from your principles, is I've learned how to just set daily goals. Okay. I stopped letting people put me in an area where I had to make a promise and set a goal for something going on a year from now. When you're overcoming and you're moving into a new area of your life, set daily goals and include God first in those goals. Give it to him and watch and see what God will do for you every single day. And next thing you know, you're living a life that is abundant, and you have the spiritual and the natural, and now you can walk as a successful person, happy person, and really happy about your Christianity and your walk with God. Well, people, there you have it. I mean, you have, like I said, I gave you, I'm bringing dynamic people in here for you each and every week. This is a, you've now been given another piece of the puzzle 
to Unleash Into Your Destiny. Karen, could you tell the people where, where we can find you, where we can find your products, how we get in contact with you? Well, what we're doing now, uh, Miles, actually before I talk to you, I have a company that is actively working on my website. Okay. So right now a person can email me, and we'll get okay. some information to them. They can email me at info, I-N-F-O, at donaldandassociates.com. That's info at Donald, D-O-N-A-L-D, and the, the full word, associates.com. And after they email me, we will get some information back to them within usually about 12 to 24 hours. Okay. Well, Karen, we uh, we absolutely appreciate you for, for sharing your, your story with us, and I want you to just stay online. I'm going to go to the next guest, but I want you to stay online because I know that our next guest has got a dynamic message also. Yes, I will. Thank you so much, Miles. I appreciate you. Well, people, uh, like I said, I, I, I'm honored. I'm extremely honored. You don't understand what it means to have Karen on the show. I mean, she's been a big influence in, in a lot of things I'm doing. Our next guest, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you from my heart about our next guest. Our next guest is an awesome and dynamic man of God. God has blessed him with a very special anointing in the area of healing and miracles. As a result of his obedience to God and his uncommon faith, countless of people have been healed around the world from such diseases as AIDS, cancer, diabetes, even poverty. Um, this this next our next guest he has had a very influential role in my life to, the, to where I am today. He and his wife have helped transform me into a much more dynamic person, a much better person, and you know I thank him tremendously. So without further ado, I would like for you all to welcome Bishop Wayne T. Jackson to the show today. God bless you, Miles. God bless you, sir. It's absolutely everyone that's show. listening. We are honored to have you on the show, sir. I'm honored to be on it. I'm just soaking in some of Karen's um, knowledge and I'm hearing the wisdom that she just put out there and certainly... Uh, we can see that your uh, radio uh, listening audience is being blessed by this show. I thank God for that. Yes, sir. Sir, I, I'm. Um, I hear some exciting things going on with you now. Um, I I've just been finding out that you have a, a blog talk radio show now. Uh, could you tell the people about that? Oh well, yeah. Well, you know, we uh, definitely, um, as you know, we are on. Um, Weekly on uh, television around uh, around the world, and Lord has spoke to me of, about radio, and and so by uh, your knowledge of blog talk and me being your pastor, you told me about how I can touch people through the radio, and we started our Miracle to Happen uh, radio broadcast. It's been on twice now. We've been having an overwhelming response of people uh, have been getting healed and uh, set free. By the power of God. Yes, sir. Sir, there's one one thing that Bishop you say a lot that um, it really impacts me, and it's um, you, you you often say your faith will take you where you've never been before. And hey. it, sir, Bishop, you there? Yes, I'm here. Now okay. I'm driving while I'm talking to you. Okay. And and we just ran into a major uh, rainstorm, so if you're hearing uh, windshield wipers and rain, that's that's what's happening in, in, in the car. Okay, no problem, sir. Um, Can your faith protect you? Uh, you got to understand that God, he honors faith. 
many people fail to understand, you know, if it's setting life goals, if it's setting anything that you want to obtain in life, your destiny, it all must come by faith. And uh, faith is a universal law that God set in the, in the world, in the universe, and it's, it's, it's going to take faith to fulfill your dreams, your goals, and your desires. Uh, Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. So faith is a very, very important part of any goal-making because even if you, if you have goals and don't have faith that those goals are going to come into fruition, then, you know, you just have a, a bunch of uh, uh, letters or writing on the paper or you're going through the formality, but yet you're not exercising your faith to see it come to pass. Yes, so a, a lot of people are we're going to hear this, this, this podcast, sir, and I want them to understand how, you know, I know one way that the Bible speaks of is, is faith coming by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. How, how what, are, what are ways to, to get a person to, you know, speaking the Word more often and, and seeing things manifest, seeing the Word of God manifest for them? Well, I, I hope I heard you right. It seems like the more I'm driving, the more this brain is coming down. But I think I heard you say that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, it's very important that, un- that people understand that God's Word is the Bible, is God's global Word, and is the Word that, uh, that God has given mankind to live by on a daily basis. You have uh, 66 books of the Bible. You have your book of uh, poetry. You have your book of, uh, of wisdom, Proverbs. You have your epistles. You have the Gospels and so forth and so on. And those books are given to us as a, as a direction, as a guideline to know how to, um, to walk on a daily basis. Many of uh, our motivational speakers and many of those who have um, got into the arena of teaching on goal-making and also um, on, on the manifestation of, of dreams, they all um, take their, their principles from the Bible. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, we hear uh, a lot about this uh, movie and this book that came out, uh, The Secret. Well, basically, The Secret is not a secret because it's been in the Bible for years. If you can focus in and believe and use your imagination, that's why it's so important. See, God gave us an imagination to be able to see what the natural mind uh, cannot, you know, attain, the intellect cannot attain. The imagination can take you wherever you want it to go. And when you release your faith in your destiny, Miles, when you release your faith in knowing what God has called you to do, and you may start out small, but when you can see it in your mind's eye, when you can see it in your imagination, and begin to release your faith in your, in your destiny, you will see it come to pass. Believe in God's word. God said, if thou canst believe, then all things are possible to him that believe it. So faith is a very key component to any goal-making, any manifestation of a dream. You must have your faith. I often say, God, uh, you can get God's attention with your tears, but you're going to get his miracle and supernatural with your faith. Wow. And I, I think a lot of people, they miss that. They, they, they get caught up with crying about the situation and not, so, not applying the principles. <laughs> well, they're universal principles, and they are worth for anybody. And that's what I love about what I love about this. I love about uh, the universal laws that God set in the earth and Jesus Christ came and operated in them. It's not they're not prejudiced and they have no barriers on them as far as geographically. There's no barriers on them as far as your education. If you could believe Jesus said, 
whatsoever things ye desire when you pray. Believe that you have received them and you shall have them. In other words, when you pray, you believe in right then and there that I have it. Now, it's have not manifested. Now, I preached a, a message or taught a message that you believe now and manifestation is later. In other words, what you believe in now has not appeared in the natural or in the natural realm, but yet in the spiritual realm, in your imagination, it's already done. And you, when you pray, you have to believe that you have it right then, even though you don't see it. Well, I think that's a that's a dynamic in a, in a microwave society. People want it right now. They want the manifestation now <laughs> and not willing to wait. Well, you know, that's the, that's, the, that's the time that we live in. But, you know, God is not going to rush, you know, because you, what you're doing is you bring in creation and what, what you are doing as God's proxy in the earth. See, we're God's proxy in the earth, and God will use us to continue to create. When God <laughs> reformed the heavens and earth, creation didn't stop in Genesis. Right. Creation is still going on now. What if Thomas Edison had not allowed his intuitive uh, state of mind to leap over past a candlelight, past, you know, using uh, uh, kerosene lanterns, and he saw this, he saw this electricity, he saw this light bulb that could be run by electricity. We would still be in the dark now. What about Henry Ford, who was able to go past his intellect and see this combustible engine, and now we're driving. So these men were, were men that looked beyond what was now, and they saw in their imagination, and now we see the results of it. Wow. I think, Bishop, I think the things you're saying, uh, dreamers and visionaries need to hear, and I, I'm so thankful that you, you've you been able to share this with us. Sir, could you tell us more about uh, your book, uh, Miracles Do Happen? I want I want people to, to, to come and get this book. It's, it's a book you need. To, I know people need to read because I love reading it myself. Yeah, Miracles Do Happen, a, a, a book that's been blessing uh, tens of thousands of individuals. Uh, it was uh, written... Uh, uh, the foreword was gone, went out by um, Oral Roberts, who was a powerful, legendary man who built by his faith, going back to uh, using faith, he built a whole city. This man was a poor uh, young boy, raised a poor man, but Oral Roberts was a person who, who believed God that he would take and uh, uh, use him in a mighty way, and Oral Roberts took and built uh, that, that, that beautiful campus, ORU, that we hear so much about even now, uh, this man had, had done the foreword of my book, Miracles Who Happen. And it's all about, you know, believing God and believing in yourself. See, it's important that people understand that, Miles. A lot of times people, they get it wrong. They just want to give it all to God. But see, right. God works with man. So it's God and me. So this book will inspire you to let you know that there's no challenge in life that you cannot confront and overcome by God in you. You've got to believe in God. You must believe in yourself. If you don't have that two combination, that mix there, then you will not make it and succeed. Because a lot of people believe in God, but they don't believe in themselves. But God wants you to, to, to know that inside of you is everything you need to make it. When God formed us for our destiny, Miles, he placed all the ingredients inside of us to fulfill that destiny. Yes, so we have to believe that God is going to bring that out in our lives. In this book, Miracles Have Happen, it talks about miracles. It, it talks about my life. It, 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 it starts out by telling about where I had to overcome in my life uh, uh, years of, 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 of feeling 
that uh, you're not worthy, years of feeling uh, insecure and things like that, and years uh, that uh, back years ago when uh, uh, drugs and, and alcohol was a part of my life, but how God allowed the power of faith to get me saved and the power of faith to overcome these obstacles, and, and, and now I am where I am because of the grace of God. But this Miracles Who Happen book, it will encourage you, it will ignite your faith, it will get you in a place where you can say, look, it, I can do this too. Yes, sir. So, and in a day and time now that people think that miracles are no longer in existence and we live in a, in a world now where everything is bad, you have bad news of wars, the rumors of wars, you have people talking about the economy and the mortgage uh, industry melted down, the uh, financial industry melted down, factories are melted down, everything is collapsing, but your faith, as long as you have your faith, you will not be affected by what's going on around you because you may be in the world, but you are not of the world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, sir, we we we've been absolutely blessed to have you on the show today, and I, I'm I want um, I want my audience to be able to to come find you and, and buy, get the products that you have to offer here because I know these are they're life changing uh, products. Where can people find them, sir? Well, they can go to uh, www.greatfaith.org. That's www.greatfaith.org, and you're able to go on my on the website, and you can put push uh, store. And you can go through the uh, the different things that we have for sale, and I'm sure that you know, you'll be blessed by them. Yes, sir. Well, sir, before we let you go, uh, could you uh, pray a prayer for um, for the dreamers and visionaries who are, who are listening to this show to um, to be released and walk into their destiny? Uh, yes, and I just want to let everybody know be, be, before we do sign off that whatever God has told you to do, don't let anyone tell you what you can't do. Because there's nobody in charge of your life but you, God, and you. And when you put that combination together, the Bible says, with God, I can do all things. Nothing is impossible with God. So for those who are dreaming and those who are not not dreaming but also going to execute what they know that God has told them to do, even though they have failed before, and that's what people got to understand. You will fail. You You will stumble sometimes. But the winner is the one who will consistently go forward and say, look, may have failed, I may have stumbled, but I'm going to get up and I'm going to make it happen. So I just want to encourage everyone as I uh, pray this prayer, just to release your faith and believe that your goals and your dreams are right at the door. Father, I thank you right now for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy and your kindness on a daily basis. And we say thank you. God, because we have activities of our limbs, we have our, our, our life is, is wonderfully designed by you, and we thank you, Lord God, for everyone who is listening now to this talk radio program. We pray, Lord God, that their faith will be ignited, that they will walk in their destiny, and they will fulfill what you have called them to do. We thank you, Lord God, that their steps will be ordered by your, by your spirit, and that their minds will be opened up to what you have declared and spoken over their life, even before the foundation of the world. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, sir, it, like I said, it's been an absolute honor. Uh, I'm just, I told uh, Pastor Lee this, uh, I had Pastor Lee on a couple weeks ago, but I want to let you know this also. I consider you to be one of the, the top three mentors in my life that have absolutely 
changed the, the course of my life, and I, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you and Dr. Beverly have done for me. I, you know, I love you, and I appreciate you for it. I can't. I don't think I can say that enough. <laughs> well, Miles, you're only gonna be you're only gonna be a a a, a good student by being a good listener and follower. And down through the years, uh, you know, you have allowed what I deposited inside of you. You have taken it. And, and and you have trusted my leadership. Uh, the reason that you're in Atlanta right now is because I asked you to come down there, and you trusted my leadership, and you you stood on that word, and 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 you you're following that. And God is blessing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We we thank you again, and um, I want everybody to to hear this uh, podcast. You know, um, you can hear Bishop Jackson, uh, Bishop and Dr. Beverly Jackson on. Uh, BlogTalkRadio.com/slash/mdhradio. That's BlogTalkRadio.com/slash/mdhradio every Thursday at uh, 6 p.m. and every Saturday at noon. Um, Bishop, we thank you again, and we we look forward to being a bigger blessing to you down the road. Well, God bless you, and God bless your radio audience. God bless you, sir. Well. Um, People, it's, it's, it's coming that time where we um, we're closing out the show, but we're not closing out this this moment. We, I absolutely thank you for this moment, and I don't take this stuff lightly. So, this is Miles Miller signing off for creating the Championship Center of Living. Remind you, don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs>